It's the sound you've waited months to hear. It's caused some of your greatest triumphs. Underneath, Lattimore, touchdown, South Carolina. And your biggest heartbreak. What a hit. Ball's free. On the ground. South Carolina. Cloudy just says, I'll take care of business right here. It's the option at Georgia Tech. It's Howard's Rock. The smoke in Miami. What a start for the Gamecocks. And every Saturday, you tap that sign. The wait is over. College football is here. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ Team Week. It carries on. We talk about the South Carolina Gamecocks in 2023 predictions for their season. Hit us up on the text line 704-570-9610. Let's get right into it. First quarter of the schedule. Walk, I'll let you start it last time. I'm going to start it off this time. All righty. I've got the Gamecocks going two and two. Obviously, I picked North Carolina in our previous segment to beat them, so that's a nail for them. Furman, they'll get the win there. I think that's safe to say. Georgia Bulldogs on the road between the hedges. Come on now. We already know what that's going to look like. 3.30 matchup on CBS. That's a nail. Mississippi State at home. I've got them getting the dub starting the season two and two. Two and two for South Carolina. Actually, a worse record than you had with North Carolina at the beginning. I'm surprised. Yeah, I I would love to do the thing that I've been doing this entire time and actually just like pick everybody to win and then pick South Carolina to beat North Carolina just an hour after I picked North Carolina to beat South Carolina. Yeah. But it can't happen that way. I got to actually, just for one day, I got to have it all mathematically be correct. Yes. So I'll have South Carolina lose this one. Okay. It's really hard, though. Uh, this one, it's as tough a game just going in week one. A lot of unknowns. It's going to it's gonna be very interesting. I have South Carolina losing. I have them bouncing back against Furman the second week, of course, one and one to start. And then I have them losing to Georgia. So it makes sense, right? Two and two. It, <laughs> Georgia's going to be so tough. They've pulled off upsets against Georgia before. They have. Not even all that long I ago. I was that one way back when. So, so they've done it before. In Georgia? Nah, I can't see it happening, even at the beginning portion of the season where the Bulldogs might be trying to figure some stuff out as they transition, but we've seen them reload before. I expect them to do it again. I'm with you, Wes. Two and two. They lose to North Carolina. They beat Furman. They lose to Georgia. They beat Mississippi State, and it's not like that schedule gets any easier. Welcome to life in the SEC. All right, so now when we go to the second quarter of the schedule at Tennessee and Knoxville, I think they take an L. Against the Florida Gators at home. Again, we talked about Graham Mertz at quarterback. Not sure I'm feeling him too much. Yes, South Carolina has a lot of holes to fill on defense, but I think at home they should be able to take care of business against the Gators, who I don't think will be uh, better than South Carolina. Then they go on the road to Missouri. Just of how I feel about Eli Drinkwitz, I'm giving them the win there. Okay, I think they go to Missouri. Plus, Missouri's not that fantastic, so I've got them winning there. 
And then going to Texas A&M, this is an intriguing squad. A lot of the people wonder, are they going to be able to finally get on track under Jimbo Fisher? Maybe this year because they're being uh, put down lower. They're starting the season 23rd and not with lofty expectations that maybe they can go in reverse. But in this case, I think they beat the South Carolina Gamecocks. I've got them 2-2 two and two through this juncture yeah, of the schedule. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough. Look, South Carolina has enough in my opinion, to be able to pull off an upset, okay? And so it's really tough to try to figure out where it's going to happen. North Carolina, I guess the line, what's the line on that game? It's like three and a half North Carolina favor. Is that right, Fitty? I think it was two and a half okay. last I saw. It's been moving a little bit, but I've seen it at right around a field goal with North Carolina the favorite. It's not really an underdog loss, though, in my opinion. So it's just kind of a 50-50. Then you go to Georgia and Tennessee. Tennessee and Georgia both going to be the favorites, but I could see South Carolina going to Tennessee, especially a little bit earlier into the season and beating them, but I don't have enough guts to call it. I love Joe Milton. I, I mean, I can't wait. I want him with all of the arm strength. I want him to perform to his ceiling. It would be so fun. I think Tennessee in that offense, even changing quarterbacks, I think they win. Give me Tennessee to start it off and South Carolina to fall to a two and three record. I think they beat Florida. Don't have any faith. Don't have any faith in Florida. So give me South Carolina to beat the Gators. Sorry, Willie P. Even on the road and despite some good football from Missouri recently, I think South Carolina wins that game on the road. And you know what? Even against Texas A&M, give me the Gamecocks in that game as well. Ooh. I think South Carolina is going to be able to win that game. Texas A&M, this is what we do, right? Well, like, anyway, we is think, that game in Columbia or is it in no, College it's Station? It's in College Station. It's in College Station. What do we do with That's South- why I picked Texas A&M. Yeah, App State got to beat the, like Texas A&M we've done this with Jimbo Fisher a couple of times now this is going to be the year in fact there's a lot of pressure for Jimbo maybe you view that as this is the time they figure it all out but the coaching staff is hilarious that they have Bobby Petrino Steve Adazio Durkin it's like the all ooh, you're a little dirty coaching staff right. squad so <laughs> there's so much pressure there right now and I think they have too many cooks in the kitchen like we know Jimbo Fisher wants to control his team but now you got so many other head coaches that also Love to control their team. I ain't buying it with AM. I think South Carolina, they go three and one to move to what is a five and three record in the first two thirds of the season. But you're not feeling that? You had a you had a uh, stank face for well, me? Well, no, I mean I just they've only beaten AM once since AM joined the SCC. And I think that was was it last year, I believe, is when it happened. So, you know, and then I mean like I I may because of Johnny Manziel, I've always been an A and M defender, so like, and it's hard to I, it's, it's it's hard to go there and win. Uh huh. And so like, that's why I was just pushing back. If the game was in Columbia, I would probably say I'm with you. Same way. But you know, them going there, it's 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 a really difficult place to win. It is. Um. And look, even David Hale in his rankings, he says. He there Texas A&M is in tier four. Forget everything you saw last season. There's five teams in that category. Florida and A&M are in that category, two of which South Carolina plays. I can't. I can't forget it. I'm sorry, David. I'm going South Carolina for both of those victories. All right. And so we get to the bottom end of the schedule. Jacksonville State. I mean, come on now. We think they should be able to get that done. Vanderbilt. Think they should be able to get that done at home. Kentucky, no more Will Levis. I do like what Mark Stoops is doing for that program, but I think at home they have a very advantageous schedule to end the season. Kentucky, I've got them winning that one. And then, of course, if you remember before when I talked about Clemson season, I have South Carolina beating them 
at South Carolina. So I have them finishing the season 4-0 to finish 8-4 and on the year. Yeah, I have them beating Jacksonville State. I have them beating Vanderbilt. Now, Kentucky, this is the biggest opponent that they struggle with, right? Like, doesn't Kentucky have an excellent record against South Carolina? I think that historically has been going to the Wildcats, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on that. But Kentucky is going to be the one that's really hard. And so... I think Kentucky might be one of the games that they miss uh, miss out on at the end of the season. So that one's tough. Yeah, coming into last season, South Carolina leads the all-time series 19-14-1. And, and that was coming into last season. I wonder if that has changed recently or whatever. Kentucky's tough. God. I have them losing. Even if, it has, even if it's at home. And I have them losing two straight at home. Kentucky-Clemson. I think Clemson's going to win that game. I don't think South Carolina gets it done two years in a row. So at that point, I would have them go seven and five. Going bowling, okay. but seven and five record for South Carolina. All right, eight and four. Very and mistaken on Kentucky. So I guess it's the opposite. Okay, yeah, so it's it might 19, be the opposite. 19-14, they beat them last year. So they're 20-14-1 all-time versus Kentucky. Gotcha. But, but since 2014, Kentucky is 7-2 and two against the Gamecocks. Thank you. I knew there was something like that. Okay, that's what I thought. I think South Carolina, It's I've got Kentucky winning. But I, th- I thought that was uh, that it was Kentucky that would beat South Carolina quite a bit here recently. What do you think is the key game on this schedule, though, when you when you look at it? What's the game that you feel like they could make or break this season, especially at 7-5 and five for you? So there are definitely some games yeah. in there that are huge. Well, I, mean, I think that Texas A&M game, when you look at that, I think that's a – that's a biggie, especially according to how you have it going. Well, I mean, SEC, there's going to be – there's a, so many to choose from, right? So you have three out of four games on the road in the middle portion of your season. It starts with Tennessee on the road, Florida at home, and then Missouri and Texas A&M on the road with Missouri doing some nice things. Remember, they took Georgia to the finish line last year, and then even Texas A&M, if we are supposed to forget everything we saw, we know at least they'll have some talent and they have a coach that's done it before. You could honestly make your pick there. I like the Texas A&A, uh, A&M game to be a real pivotal moment. And then we can even get to that Wildcat game. I had such a hard time deciding. You have Clemson a week after that game. So if you're talking about even with what is a tough SEC, Kentucky, you're going to be bowl eligible, in my opinion, already with Jacksonville State and Vanderbilt to provide a nice cushion for you before you get to Kentucky. But still, you want to end on a high note, and it would be tough to lose two straight games to end your regular season. So I even think Kentucky is going to be a pivotal one before you reach the rivalry contest against Clemson. Yeah, I look at the the second portion of that schedule is the one where I'm looking at how much of a pound of flesh will be taken from you uh, during that stretch. Because when you look at it, you go Tennessee, Florida, coming off the heels of playing Georgia, Mississippi State. Uh, then you have to go Tennessee, Florida, Missouri, Texas A&M, both of those games on the road. And then, in fact, Tennessee is on the road as well. You know, the SEC, very, very physical football conference. So I'm just looking at that that second stretch of games from Tennessee to Texas A&M. That's going to be huge for them because I feel like the Florida game and the Missouri game are going to be uh, huge games for them in the grand scheme of things as far as the games that they need to get. Uh, we talked about their recent lack of success against Kentucky. Clemson also, that's a 50-50 game, even though I've got South Carolina getting that one. But I think that Florida-Missouri stretch, Texas A&M, that's going to be a yeah. huge, huge. The middle, right. It, it's yeah. right there and there and then. And, and you talk about South Carolina for me, Wes. I think that was the hardest one to get a grip on with this entire schedule because it's so tough. You mentioned Clemson being 50-50. 
I actually think that's one of the easier games for me to choose. Not that South Carolina is bad, but I feel good about what Clemson's going to do. I thought there were a lot of other 50-50 games. Like, I, I just, you know, I kind of passed over Florida despite having a change at QB. Anthony Richardson, despite the prospect, not being great last year. A&M, we've discussed them. I, there are so many 50-50 games right there. It's tough. I mean, even they start off with one. North Carolina did. South Carolina, obviously, those two teams playing against one another. That one's a really tough game to call. So this schedule was the hardest one for me to choose this entire team week session. Yeah, no doubt about it.